right, guys, welcome back to 4.0 in Life. I'm very excited because this is my last episode before I hit season three. Um, I said last week I was going to wait until we hit into December and then that's going to launch um, season three of 4.0 in Life and that is what's happening. So um, yeah, we also have special guest Chantal. She joins me every first Sunday of the month. So it's pretty cool. I'll get to kick off season three with her next week. And then as promised, the podcast takes an interesting turn and dedicates it to my book. I don't know where that came from, but let's kick into gear right now. The last episode of season two. I don't know, I'm struggling with that. The last episode of season two, episode 18. So you want to be a blogger. All right. So this stems from yesterday's post on thecleanbuzz.com. And I wanted to take it a little bit further for those of you who read the blog and then you jump on here to listen. Basically, I just laid it out yesterday, the the raw, the unedited, the truth. Um, you know, I teach high school and some of these youngsters are, you know, wanting to get into blogging and YouTubing. And I mean, in April, it's going to be 10 years that I have thequeenbuzz.com. And I think about what a difference it is. You know, I didn't have the Instagram stories to highlight what I was doing. Um, You know, I think about Fashion Week was out of Fashion Week, and when I went to all these events, and I'm like, hmm, I, you know, I wonder if Instagram stories would have helped promote it. And I just think about why I created thequeenbuzz.com and what it was really all about. So let's start from the beginning. When it comes to blogging, ten years ago, that's that's shit. You were a blogger. There was really people were YouTubing, but the vlogging aspect of the blogger lifestyle wasn't really there yet. I think with time came Instagram stories and then people started to really realize that people don't just want still images. They want movement. Um, You know, when you talk about fashion week, they want to see where you're at fashion week. When you talk about the new restaurant around the corner and you go and take pictures, they want to be there. They want to see what's all there, you know, because realistically, I remember one of my first, um, places I went. It was uh, Marie in Pink Jewels. She's in Livingston, New Jersey. And I was like, you know what? People can't, you know, visit Pink Jewels. People can't just, you know, if they live out of state, they can't always stop in. Sometimes they have other things going on. They want to, you know, check out the store. So I'm like, I'm going to bring these people in and show them. So I started going and contacting mom and pops. Eventually mom and pops contacted me and I just started videoing going into different mom and pops, going wherever, whatever events I was going to and, you know, taking 85,000 hours to edit and then pop it up on YouTube to say, hey, here's what I did and attach a little blurb to it so you can read a little bit about it, but you get to really see about it. And eventually, um, after I was doing this, I was invited to events to the point where they were using my video footage on their main page versus their photographer or videographer's footage that they had. Why were they doing this? Well, for one, I was very aggressive on getting my work done. Here's why. 
So in the blogging industry, there are so many bloggers out there. And you know what? There is enough content for that many bloggers. I don't always view it as a competition because realistically, like I said, there's so much content out there to cover. And for me, not many bloggers were doing what I was doing with the vlogging aspect. And I was really dedicating it to mom and pops. Did I start in the fashion and beauty? Yes. But then I realized it wasn't something I loved doing because I was in New York City almost every other day, you know, paying for taxi cabs. And literally, I always say I used to literally have to look for pennies and collect them to eventually try to figure out because you're not making tons of money when you start off. Realistically, what happens is you have to build a following and then you get partnerships and then maybe you're making $20,000 a year. So let's just be honest from the get-go, unless you have some type of like celebrity attached family member or name, you're not going to jump out of the gate and make a million dollars and just say, I'm going to retire to be a blogger. That's not how this works. So at the time I was teaching, um, and then I did leave teaching to get more involved in this. And then I did have, um, a part-time job as well, because there's no way I was able to to live off of $20,000. Like wasn't happening. It just wasn't happening for me. Um, you know, and then the other part of it that you really have to think about is you have to put so much time into this. So after an event, mind you, I only ever went to events and seen the event through a camera lens. Here's why. So eventually I onboarded some writers for my site. Um, I am a control freak when it comes to the video footage, the editing, because I know exactly what I need to capture. I know, like I literally, before I go to an event, will map out everything I need, B-roll, who I want to interview, and I know the video I want so I can capture it. Um, If I leave it all in the hands of somebody, I can't guarantee that they're going to capture the angle or the image that I want. Sure, I can tell them to do that. But then again, it's like, this is my baby. This is my blog. This is my product. I want the best of the best. So then after you go to the event, watching it via through lens, I remember once I spent an entire fashion show watching the fashion show in New York City via lens, totally stunk, but the footage was awesome. Then you have to rush home and you have to edit because you are not the only photographer, videographer, blogger, vlogger, whatever. You're not the only one there. So your goal is to get your content out there. So then, hey, let's share that content and that content. And you just, your goal is to get it shared, collaborate, all that stuff. So sometimes I would get home from an event at 10 o'clock, editing all night, get to bed by two. And then I have to get up at six in the morning to make sure it's posted, it's rendered, it's up there because I didn't have what I have today. I mean, I didn't have a Mac desktop at the time. So I had an HP um, trying to run Final Cut Pro on my HP wasn't working for me just to render, then to upload to YouTube. I mean, it took time. Again, this is 10 years ago. I don't have the fast Wi-Fi that I have now. Like things were different. So all in all, it would get uploaded. And then you see the, you know, you see the comments and the likes and the shares. And that's when it starts to pay off. But again, when you are a blogger, your life is spent with a phone or a camera in hand, um, taking pictures, capturing this, get this, get that. I remember I actually once said to myself, I need to like change everything because I think I spent more time looking through a lens, more time editing videos than anything else. And don't get me wrong. I love to edit. I love seeing the outcome. I love taking images or videos and then coming and seeing this like ending product. Like for me, that is so exciting. And that's what keeps me going in, you know, the blogger vlogger world. But 
at a point, you have to ask yourself, how much time do I want to dedicate to this? And that's like any job, hobby, craft, whatever you call it. That's with anything. Um, I hated the fact that I had some people that were like, why do you think you're so famous? I never wanted to become famous from this. Okay. Never, ever, ever. My goal after seeing, I didn't want to just dive into the fashion and beauty industry. My goal was to get these mom and pops and make them famous and bring them to the top. Because sometimes when you start out a business, you might not have a brick and mortar. You might just be an online site. Or sometimes you don't have any extra financial um, stability to put to promotions. So what I did is I said, hey, you know, let's collaborate here. Your business people will, you know, get on my website and they're going to see the video I create for you. And then you're out and about in the social media world. And again, 10 years ago, you know, even five years ago, like Instagram was still like businesses were catching on slowly, posting pictures, but not doing the videos and the things that we do today. So I I loved doing what I did. I never, ever wanted to become famous. Um, You know, I never led with celebrities either. That's one thing you really have to think about. So today, um, it's a little different. Um, Most people don't. But like a couple years ago, people would approach celebrities to like push out their product or have celebrities, reality stars, whatever, to, you know, move them forward. That's not my goal. That's not what I wanted to do. My celebrities were my mom and pops. I absolutely loved them. I loved what they created, their products and whatnot. And now here I am 10 years later, I'm working with companies like a mom and pop that currently working with uh, Brooke and Nora at home is one of them and Little Twig and their sister companies. And they are my celebrities. Why? Because they create products that I absolutely love and adore. Um, Their stories, why they created the product and they're just awesome. So you know, these are the reasons I continue doing what I do. Um, are there perks to events? Yeah, you get to get out there, network, collaborate. Uh, I don't do as many events as I used to because, again, I, I'm a mom now. And my number one priority is my family, my baby, my son, my um, my husband, my parents, my grandparents. Like all that to me is my number one priority. But I still make time to do what I do. Like right now I'm recording this podcast and my son's taking a nap. Would I love to take a nap next to him? Yes. But part of me is like, I still love doing my podcasts and I really love the blog. So I make it work. Um, and that comes into, you know, into play with time and how much you want to put into it. But, you know, you want to become a blogger. That's, listen, it is It's a great voyage. Um, It is super fun. Find something that makes you unique because I'll tell you right now, if you are just jumping in, you have many years to catch up. Like people have been blogging for years. People have been vlogging for years. And I'm not saying because I have 10 years under my belt that I am the top blogger. That is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I have been in it long enough to know that if you are jumping on board now, you need something that is going to take you from the millions of others and make you stand out. So with that, I'm going to be right back after this message, and then we will wind down the final episode of Season 2 for Panoin Life. All right, so we're back. Um, you know, so you want to be a blogger. You know, I think when it comes down to it at a point, I almost said to myself, I, I don't want to do this anymore. 
Um, it just became overwhelming. It became like it wasn't enjoyable at a certain point. I think part of it was I had writers on board and I loved that that I had so many minds. We did photo shoots together, but I think certain people um, and this is why I don't have many writers as I do as I used to. N- they didn't understand what it goes in to be like a, a blogging brand site, if you will. Um, they didn't understand. And even people I worked with in the past, like I did all the video editing, um, you know, the concepts, the ideas, and they were just like a face to look at or they were just writing. They didn't understand how many hours go into editing. It is not simply just film put up there and go. If you're doing that and that works for you, that is great. But for me, if I am promoting a brand or if we're at an event, I want it to be perfect because I am representing a company, a brand, a bunch of brands, and I want them to shine. Like again, I said, my goal is my celebrities, aka my mom and pops, get them to where they need to be with the click of a social media, right? So it got frustrating to the point where I'm editing and I'm doing all this stuff. And again, yes, can they help? But the problem is you can't teach someone to – you can teach someone to edit. I don't want to say you can't teach someone to edit, but you can't teach someone a creative mind in that aspect. Like I have some friends who are editors and they totally understand what I'm saying when I say that. Again, I'm not saying you can't learn to be an editor and you can't take footage and edit, but there is this creative aspect that I have that I know, ooh, that goes with this and that goes with that and let's do this and let's do that. Like at six o'clock in the morning when I'm driving to work, my ideas pour in and it's usually for video editing or photography or whatever it may be. I I can't teach that to somebody and I can't expect somebody to understand what I need if they're not familiar with that. Um, You also can't teach someone to on the cusp speak. And what I mean is, sure, people take public speaking classes, um, people can read cue cards, but the way that things work for me is I never want things to sound so cookie cutter or interview style. I like on the cusp. I like random moments. I love bloopers. So when someone makes a mistake and giggles, we keep it in because it's real. Like that's what I want. So a lot of the writers eventually saw like the red carpet events we were going to and the perks. And I'm like, but that's not what we're about. You know, like we need to focus on what we're really about. And it just became frustrating for a point that I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. And I wasn't right. I think I didn't write for like almost three months. And it kind of, now it makes me sad that I took the time off. But at the same time, I guess I needed to find the real, not the real me, but the real reason I was doing this and the real reason I wanted to. Um, I had some drastic changes in my life. You know, I had some like darker moments and I I eventually came out of them. But, you know, it, when it comes to blogging, I can't tell you how it it is a second job because you, it's consistency. Um, In this world of blogging today, it's not like it was, was like I can post one article 10 years ago and that was it. People want consistency now. You know, they want like it's like a reoccurring TV show they watch. Like what's the new episode? Like there are times when it comes to doing the live videos because I do live videos on Monday and Robin does live videos on Tuesday where I'm just like, oh, I don't want to do it. I want to go to bed. But then 
when I turn my phone on and it's live time, I'm having the time of my life because I love doing it. So I think, you know, when it comes down to it, there's questions you have to ask yourself when it comes to, you know, if you want to be a blogger, if you want to go hardcore with this. Um, And most business owners, mom and pops, they're also bloggers, right? You have to push out your product, you have to talk about it. So you really have to ask yourself, is this something that you're doing for fun? Um, And if it is, the minute that you get frustrated, you need to stop. Is this something that you can utilize for a, you know, promotional aspect for your business or for yourself? So like in my case, again, promoting mom and pops. And that's what we, you know, stick to. That's what thequeenbuzz.com was built upon. And then the other thing is, can you balance yourself? Because I'm going to tell you from experience, um, I had trouble with that. You know, I I found the excitement in editing and videoing and events, and then I forgot to balance it out for a little bit with family. And, you know, that, that changed a couple things in my life. Now I balance it. Now I know where I have to spend time and where I have to record and when I have to post articles. And that's ultimately what it is because if I don't balance it, then I'm not going to have both things I love, family and my blog. Um, and ultimately, I, I always, always, always say this. Please, 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 if you are thinking about coming into this industry, what you see in pictures and sometimes even in videos isn't always realistic. Okay, there are some bloggers that start from the bottom and they build themselves up. Sure, they build themselves up. But sometimes if you, you know, if you see someone standing on a brownstone in say Hoboken, that's not where they live. They're taking a picture there, then the picture is taken, and then they walk and they go home. Um, you know, if they stand in front of like a four hundred thousand dollar car, you know, sometimes it's not their car. They're just standing there for images and trying to get the the call onto others. Um, there's loop contests that people enter, and then they all of a sudden overnight they have ten thousand followers. They want that silly swipe up, and then you look at their likes that they get on their pictures, and they're getting like fifteen to twenty. Not everything is as true as it speaks to. There are times that I literally have a messy counter and I clear off a spot, make it nice and neat. I take a picture and then behind me, it's like I have laundry to fold. And I'm very honest a lot of the times when I take my pictures or I'm very honest when I film. Like I'm not filming in a like $400,000 studio. I am in a spare bedroom turned into a studio and downstairs and I have I do have lighting. I do have a microphone because this is stuff I invested in along the way. But there's nothing, you know, like, oh, my God, I have a a director and a producer. No, this is just me, myself, and I. And I use my iPhone when I do my live videos. So don't always think when you are coming into this, if you're coming into this, you have to be loaded with money and you have to have a closet full of Christian Louboutin. That's not how this works. Come into this being humble. Come into this being who you are because what you project onto others is what people will see you for who you are. And again, the minute it becomes stressful and you're not enjoying it, you need to stop the ride and get off because I promise you as much as excitement and you see everyone else enjoying themselves doing this, a lot of the times it is edited down to perfection. Are there times that I have to edit out like really like awful moments? Yes, I do. And especially if you're, you know, promoting a brand or whatnot. 
But for the most part, you just have to be true to who you are. So I always say life is not a dress rehearsal. It truly isn't. Pick and choose the path that you want. Um, I am no guru to blogging. I've just been doing it for a long time. And I've seen a lot of great ups, not just with myself, but others. And I've seen the really bad downs and I steer clear of those people and what they were doing or what they were surrounded with. Um, you guys can always email me, thequeenbuzz at gmail.com. I will do my best to guide you in any way or form that I can. I am so excited to be celebrating in April 10 years of thequeenbuzz.com. It is a huge accomplishment for me um, doing this while being a teacher, while being a mom, while being a wife and balancing it out, finding the balance in life when you can do all these things. That's when you're winning. That's 100% when you're winning. Not when you get 10,000 followers, because if that's what you're going for, then you're doing it for all the wrong reasons. So as we close the last episode of season two, Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening to sometimes my rants, my moments. Um, I'm excited that I get to do this podcast. I'm excited that I have another platform to speak to you guys. Um, you know, I, I'm on various platforms. I'm heard around the world geographically. I look at those stats and it it, it gets me really excited. Um, I'm happy to have a guest now with me, Chantal. She joins me every first of the month. And, um, yeah, it's, it's just, it's humbling. It's exciting. And again, the fact that I can do this and balance it all out, I've officially winning as they say. So again, thank you guys so much for joining me on this Sunday. I hope you enjoy your Sunday. Reach out to me on Instagram at 4.0 life. Email me thequeenbuzz at gmail.com. Check out the blog, thequeenbuzz at, oh no, thequeenbuzz.com. And yeah, next Sunday, season three kickoff with Chantal Luberto. We've got some awesome sauce holiday gift guides for you. Enjoy your Sunday. Bye, guys. for you guys to learn about my new favorite product. It's time to get clean clothes with a clean product. That's Brooke and Nora Laundry, BNN All Natural, Mom Created, Mom Approved. From washing, drying, and kits and gifts, laundry is now worth it. Be sure to check out Brooke and Nora online, bnnlaundry.com. Again, Mom Created, Mom Approved. <laughs>